Hello, listeners. Uh, I am Jennifer Braverman. And I'm Ellen Selm. Welcome and to Stories from the Earth. Welcome to Stories from the Earth. Um, this is episode lucky number 13. Um, we are officially bringing on Ellen as the uh, co-host. So really excited um, to have her joining me uh, here on this podcast. Um, and um, I'm going to link below um, Ellen's interview that I did with her. If you want to know a little bit of more about her, we're going to talk about ourselves, but, um, uh, you know, it's a whole like hour and a half where we're just, we're just chatting. Um, so check that out. We are, uh, go, we are on, uh, you can watch this on, um, the stories from the earth YouTube channel. Um, and then you can listen to us in audio form on anchor. So all those links will be below. Um, cool. All right. Um, so we're going to, I don't know. Talk a little bit about the exciting developments. Yes. The growing story as it were. Yes. The, uh, the who are you and why are you doing this? <laughs> who am I? I don't know. I can't answer that question. Um, haven't been able to yet, <laughs> but, um, so I, guess I'll, I'll start. Obviously, my name is Jennifer, and um, if you've been following along um, with this uh, podcast, uh, last year we I was doing um, interviews with herbalists um, uh, local to Asheville, North Carolina, which is the area that we uh, live in, Asheville and the outskirts. Um, and um, we, uh, I have a it's a shop called Seawool Herbs. I make uh, herbal body care, um, currently on vacation. Um, but, um, and um, yes, so. Um, well, I mean, you've been into herbal stuff as long as I've known you, and I've known you several years now. Um, and your interest even, you know, preceded my knowing you. What helped it culminate into this idea in terms of like, you know what, I'm gonna just look for an excuse to talk to herbalists. <laughs> so the, the podcast idea um, was something that I had like, um, probably about five or six years ago. Um, and I don't know where it came from. I just thought, hey, I, there's a lot of herbalists in the area. Um, yeah. And um, nature's breadbasket for herbalism. Yes, we live in a very what is called biodiverse area, which means that there's a whole lot of medicinal plants, um, some growing uh, farther north than they normally would and some growing farther south than they normally would. So we get a convergence of all kinds. Um, and so it's just it just makes sense. It's like there's a lot of herbalists here. Um, so I guess I started with, you know, my, my herbal passion and, um, I don't, I don't know where the idea came from. I really don't know. I just thought one day that would be cool. And, and maybe it was to, um, you know, sort of, I feel like I, 
I mean, maybe I do some cool Genius things. concept to be able to connect more and yeah, you're sharing via, you know, sort of a natural osmosis of holding local people all under one umbrella. Well, they seem, there seem to, <laughs> there seem to be like a, like, like people were interested in herbalism, but there seemed to be like an, an a information gap, like a, like, some, I felt like it's, it, it, it seemed, um, I wanted to make it more accessible for people and for yeah. people to understand like what an herbalist is, what it means to be an herbalist. Like once you go and study herbs, what do you do with that? Like, yeah. um, you know, and then, um, it took me a really long time, uh, because I had some, um, a major health crisis in the middle of it. And, um, then I was laid off due to COVID and, um, I finally, um asked my friend and i was like hey blah 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 and she's like yeah let's do this tuesday and i was like holy cow so uh, my first interview with deanna um was done and then i posted on facebook um and she reposted it on her facebook page about like hey i'm looking for more herbalists now i didn't think i would get anybody like i really didn't think this was going to really go any place like um like a lot of things <laughs> um it's just sort of but um apparently a lot of herbalists wanted to chat it's like uh, an idea whose time has come right right so like then it was just like and i got like like 14 15 people that wanted to chat with me and i had i was like holy crap <laughs> Um, and they're, they're, so yeah, so that's how this started. Um, and, um, and then, um, you know, of course I was chatting with, with Ellen. Um, yeah, the whole concept's been very inspiring to see, um, to see it take off and you know me, I've always got the wheels turning. So. <laughs> your title really struck me stories from the earth um and it and it kind of uh hit me with an epiphany one day because i've spent a lot of this last um year and a half digging more and more into the concept of story as really being foundational to kind of what it means to be human and interact with the world around us um, because the way humans originally passed along knowledge was, you know, orally because we didn't have uh, writing and so forth. So um, there's a lot of power in how we use our words and how we connect with people to share things and how that passes information along. And I feel like there's a revival kind of going on in the realization of that, especially in relation to... Um, mankind's connection with the natural world like i'm like i've had all my life interest in these different things like plants and playing outside and good stories and conservation and ecological preservation and resilient gardening and things like that and i'm seeing all of these loves start to intersect and your title stories from the earth just like completely 
perfectly encapsulates that. So I was like, hmm, Jennifer, do you uh, envision this becoming an even bigger thing? Because if so, I think we could uh, come up with a lot, a lot more ideas. Here. I was like, Ellen, I've been waiting for you to ask me this ever since I started it. <laughs> um, I. <laughs> I remember when I first told you the title and you said, that's awesome. Um, it would also make a fantastic book. Um, but anyway, but I remember you and I don't even remember what it was just a title that like sort of popped into my head. Right. So um, but but yeah, I, I was I was definitely like, yes, please come come for this um, next evolution of this podcast journey. Um, yes, please. <laughs> so we kind of came up with a, um, a mission statement of sorts that builds on what, what Jennifer had already written for her herbal interviews. And we just worked on flushing it out a little bit to encompass the broader picture we hope that this develops into. So the thinking is mankind's relationship to the natural world is as diverse and dynamic as each individual plant, animal, mineral, and piece of geography. There are many ways that we engage with our living planet, be it through herbalism, gardening, hiking, and other explorations, meditation, and observation, and even artistic expression. And there are many ways for us to connect, and it's important that we do so because the human species is not a separate entity from the whole web of life. Each takes their own path. And this series explores some of the ways in which people may weave a tapestry of meaning and coexistence and mutuality with what surrounds us. These are stories from the earth. Yeah, I, I think it, um, uh, you know, when you showed me that, I, I felt like it perfectly uh, took the concept that I hadn't expanded it really well. So, um, you know, all about connection. And I think that people are feeling even more so now so disconnected and there's looking for ways to try to find connection and balance because we're all like, Whoa! you know, and how surreal is it? We're going to like try to ground down into human connection with the natural world via this digital ether. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, but we'll talk about it. We have some plans to like, you know, uh, actually, you know, go on the road and, and go visit some places. Um, but um, yes, primarily we'll be connecting with everyone out there in, in the digital land, like, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, especially during the COVID times. So, um, uh, oh, my mom got her shot. That's so good. that's good. Yes. My mom got her shot. Yes, she is like in her 70s. So, um, yeah, who knows when I'm going to get mine. But anyway, <laughs> but that's still good. And they're trying to get my dad on the on the list. The list. On the list. On the on the. Yeah, because they're very close in age. So anyway, they're in Texas. So. Eh. <clears throat> um, but yeah, yeah. So during the COVID times. Um, which so we're still going to be doing um, what you have been doing, obviously, which is yes, yes. we are being herbalists, and we'll continue looking, you know, locally 
obviously in, in Appalachia where we are, but um, I guess you, the hopes is we'll stretch it out further, right? Yes, yes. So we're still going to be doing interviews with herbalists. That's not going to go away. Um, and um, yeah, I've hoped to just keep going in a wider and wider circle out from our area and, you know, hopefully one day hit like be able to interview Rosemary Gladstar or like, um, yeah, or like Seven Song or like, um, um, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, with oh. some big, big names, big oh. names. So, yeah. um, so those are like the, the, the big dreams, but, um, you know, and then anyone, you don't have to be like a big name. Like, I mean, like really, if you want to come on and talk about your experience with herbalism, or if you're just learning, you want to chat about, you know, your thoughts. Like, I'm, yeah, I like how you've used it, like you said, as sort of that, that bridge of accessibility for people to kind of really think about like, what do the, what do people do after they go through any kind of schooling and practice and, Right. Or, or even, like I said, like someone's experience while they're in school. So like, you know, I want to just leave it open. Um, you know, you don't have to be an herbalist. Um, you, you, or you can call yourself an herbalist, but you don't have to, you know, you don't have to be, you don't have to have like so much school or whatever. Like I just, I want to make it real, like accessible. Self-professed plant geeks Call, calling all calling all um <laughs> you know um <laughs> it kind of ties into um the hope to bring more uh permaculturists and other sort of uh alternative gardening gurus so to speak on to have chats as well because i think that's there's an intersection there obviously branching out just from herbs into plants and how we grow them for use and conservation in general. Um, so hopefully we'll get some folks on to talk more in that vein, which also leads into one of my hopes is that we could also branch into more the storytellers who are ecologically minded um, for some reference points, if anybody listening to this is familiar with some names um, to my mind that brings up Martin Shaw, uh, Robin um, Kimmerer, um, Paul Kingsnorth, Sharon Blackie. Those are some folks that I've been reading into and um, have a lot of overlap in some of their concepts in terms of story and mankind's relationship with nature. So, um, Cool. That was just what I was going to ask you. Maybe them. If not, then we'll at least get to go over their materials and expose a, an audience to their wonderfulness. Right. Um, like, uh, yeah. um, like, um, so we want to do uh, book reviews um, because mm -hmm. books are always like, I mean, I feel like it's really important because people are, are learning. So we learn, we learn through the books, um, you know, um, it's sort of like, so um, I can't, like, I cannot express why I feel like books are so important, but like I, all the herbalists I've been talking to are like, yes, books are awesome. I have a stack here and I'm just like, you know, um, 
and um, everyone's favorite is, uh, you know, not the digital form, but like the hard copy, so we can just reference it. And and um, but anyway, so um, we want to do some book reviews. We want to read some books and talk about them. Um, one is braiding with sweetgrass, um, and then um, Ellen's Ellen. You want to talk about the book uh, that. Oh, the One Star Revolution. Oh, that's um, another one. Yeah. So um, well, we've got a few in the coming schedule works. <laughs> yeah. Um, you've got uh, our first book is going to be Plant Intelligence. Plant Intelligence in the Imaginal Realm by renowned herbalist Stephen Harrod Booner. I've been working my way through that one. So that'll be a good one to look at. And this kind of segues into the concept of storytelling too. Like we'll certainly have some discussion uh, episodes kind of going through a book and um, talking about what we liked about it and recommend it and so forth. Um, but I, I could really imagine um, using this platform as a way to also tell stories. So, mm. um, you know, whether that's either one of us telling a story or a guest telling a story um, and what that might, you know, look like could be like literally telling a story in terms of something that's more fable and fantasy, um, parable almost, uh, or it might be something of just like, sharing a story of like something that actually happened in our life or our guest's life and how that might, you know, relate to something in nature. You know, obviously we're keeping to a theme here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then some, um, just some chats, you know, on some topics um, that we feel like is, um, you know, have a tie in with our, our lives. We feel like, you know, is important to interested for uh, interesting for, we're interested in chatting about, um, which we we haven't quite discussed what those might be yet. But um, so um, this is all like a rough, kind of more of a little rough uh, outline. But we, um, you know, well, we do have some stuff sort of starting to pencil some stuff in. So um, um, and then. Um, uh, some of the herbalists that I've been talking to this year, they have, they have land, um, they have, uh, and we're like, wouldn't it be cool to come visit and, and, you know, and take a camera out there with them and they can show us all their, their land, their plants and like all this stuff. Um, and um, so we. It's, it's one of the more COVID safe things we could do. Although I, I still think we'd probably try to hit people up for that after this has died down hopefully but if we start pushing into later this year into next year and not a lot's changed then we might see what we could at least do yeah the outdoors um but yeah i mean that would be super cool take the show on the road mm -hmm. um if you tuning in on things like youtube you'd actually get to see the video uh, as we walk around area farms and do little tours. Um, I think the tours would be hard to do with the audio. Um, I would have to see how it 
sounded. So um, the farm tours might just be like, you know, video only, but um, yeah, it's just something that if it translates to audio and it makes, it makes sense, um, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. That's just something that I hadn't thought about until just right now. But um, it'll definitely be at least Either way, it'll video. be out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be at least video. Um, like uh, Sarah Jackson, I have an interview with her. She has like a Bucosta land in Bat Cave. Um, Benjamin Kitchen, um, he does ginseng. Sarah Jackson also does ginseng. Um, so I you know, get out and see where the ginseng is and the process of how they harvest it and what they're, what they do with it and just anything else. And then, I mean, um, sustainably, of course, what sustainably, of sustainably. Course. yeah, yes, yes, exactly. Um, you know, um, so just like, a, I think it'd be great. Um, and then also, um, piggybacking on the concept of storytelling and how living life is a story. Um, we'd hope to get some musical guests as well, uh, folks who maybe lean towards activism in their music and or nature elements and natural themes and so forth. Um, if we can get some people on who might play music in that sort of angle um, that is another form of storytelling, so that would be very welcome. I've got a few in mind to be reaching out to, so if we get some yeses there, that will be very exciting and make for a little fun switch up to the talking. You'll get you'll get <laughs> some singing instead. Yeah, we'll we'll be sh we'll shut up and, and you know and and you'll get to you know we'll all get to listen to some really really cool music, and I think I think that'll be great. Um, I'm really excited about that, especially one band who we're planning to ask about doing a theme song or using some of their music to be uh, the song to, you know, start the podcast and the podcast, because um, currently we don't have any. Um, and um, we're going to be all professional. Um, we want to do like, I mean, it would be really cool also if we could visit so we want to do something with herb schools, um, reviews, interviews, um, possibly at some point maybe visit, you know, so that people could get um, a better idea of what's out there. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many. And, there is a lot. You know, it's good to compare and contrast, and you know, it's not necessarily that anyone is better than another per no. se. They offer different things in different ways that are gonna people differently depending on what your aim is in trying to learn more about herbs you know in terms of accessibility and scheduling and financial sure but also just in terms of curriculum content and what you walk away from it with and that would be good to kind of dig into and get to hear from the the school's founders themselves in terms of like what motivates them to do what they're doing and things like that Right. And right now, a lot of schools have gone online um, mm -hmm. because of COVID. Um, but I'm sure that like once um, once COVID is over, hopefully they'll be able to go back and have a an in-person component to their schools. Because with herbalism, it's so important that you like can 
see the plants in person and you can taste them and you can interact with them. Um, so you really lose things going digital, but you gain accessibility. So, you know, there's pros and cons. So I guess it's not really like a review. It's more like a, a look at. And, uh, yeah, letting and them speak for themselves and just kind of a chance to highlight them, you know? Yeah, and it can be overwhelming. I know like when I first started looking, I was like, holy crap, you know, it's just so many, who do I do? Um, you know, there's there's no like system of accreditation. Um, uh, you know, it's not like acupuncture school where, you know, that- yeah, it's not like good. a state licensed thing. No, so like each school has their own like, you know, they have, sometimes they have credit hours listed, but you don't know like really, it's sort of hard to nail down like yeah. where I should go. Um, we're lucky that there's so many schools in this little area. Um, and a lot of herbalists will go to several, you know, um, so they'll have several schools and several teachers throughout their education. Um, which which makes sense because each herbalist is different, teaches sort of differently, and and you can learn different things from each one. So, um, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and speaking of letting, you know, the founders of such organizations speak for themselves, um, kind of going back around to the uh, book and guest sort of side of things, um, we would like to ideally hopefully have some of our guests that are authors um, come on to do readings. So rather than us chit-chatting and sharing stories um, or guests coming on and just sharing personal stories, there could be guests that come on and actually uh, do a selected reading from one of their books, um, which is fun, you know, to get to yeah. hear the words in the uh, coming from the mouth that coming from the brain that originally put the pen to paper, you know? So I mean, that'd be fun. That's really what I like about the book. If you get the audio version of Breeding with Sweetgrass, the author is reading it. And it's fantastic. And I cry every time I listen to that book. So it's impossible to listen to at work because I'm just like, <laughs> you know, crying and getting a runny nose in my mask. It's great. But, uh, <laughs> um, but other than that, like, it's amazing. She's a an amazing voice and it's just like uh you know she really puts a lot of heart into it um she's yeah anyway it's just real good um yeah it'd be neat if every audiobook had its own author reading it but yeah. maybe you know obviously not all of them want to do that so I mean, it's hard it's, it's definitely hard you know like um I think I think it just takes some skills, and maybe it's not something everyone's really able to do. Um, but it it would be nice if more did. I I, I agree. I think it adds to it a lot. Um. um so you, you had an idea of um, a couple interesting concepts, which uh, you clearly have more envisioned for than than I do as of yet but like um like topic chats with like multiple sort of guests almost like a panel you know mm -hmm. where you have multiple people able to talk at once uh or even podcast takeovers like what are you envisioning that to kind of look like um so the the special topic chats are um um 
open to anyone who, you know, if you want to, uh, we have a Facebook group, which I'll put the link up. Um, just stories for this on, Earth on Facebook. Um, so I, I would, you know, I, I post it up. You can sign up for them. Um, kind of, I think want to li limit to six people, but like, yeah. So like, we're gonna do an herbal book chat. So like, I can have up to ten people on the screen at once, but I probably won't because it's a lot. Um, so people just, you know, um, I'll facilitate, and you know, everyone will get to talk about. Uh, their favorite herbal book or whatever. Um, on we'll just talk about the topic of herbal books. There's a irritable bowel syndrome and IBS. Sign up for that because um these all these. They want to do like, different health topics and different. Yeah, um, these two ideas came out of um, chats with people that I had interviewed, um, and they were like, "Hey, I'd love to talk about this." So I was like, oh, okay. And then there was more than one. So I was like, oh, well, I'll make it a thing. Um, so, um, and so, yeah, it's sort of like with a panel. So it's a group of people. Um, so those are just the two, the books and the IBS so far. Um, and, um, and then the podcast takeovers um, is uh, just, yeah, people can take take over to host the podcast and they can, you know, pretty much talk about any topic they want. You know, we can go off topic even like so it's just um, or we, you know, if they want to talk about a, a topic that is um, more closer in line with our theme. I mean, it's not going to I don't know. I mean, it's more of just a fun way to kind of switch it up and give somebody a platform. Yeah, I thought it'd be neat, you know, um, and I have two uh people interested already so um you know and, and one person was like i can talk about fashion or tarot or whatever it's um or even um i don't know what the other person wants to talk about but you know um so a little example about like kind of going off off topic <laughs> um i mean you can always tie them in but um uh I, I thought that would be really interesting, you know, to do. Um, I don't know how often um, we we would we would do them, but um, we have a lot of variety already yeah. in this. Yeah, lot, lot to pull from. <laughs> um, it was well, like to that point, though. Like, even though we have a lot to pull from in terms of different ideas and these different concepts that kind of have their intersection points. Um, I liked your idea of also having some themed months too, where it's like, you know, if we're doing uh, one show a week, um, at least three weeks out of a month, then if there was kind of a, you know, some months we might make a concerted effort to make the three different things sort of tie in together. So whether that means the book review we do, we later then interview the author. So there's a tie in there or, um, or like if there's a particular plant or a particular health concern that said plant helps or, you know, like where it's like each episode for the month would kind of revolve around one particular subject. Um, I guess that's kind of what you were meaning for like a themed month, right? Like I, I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if suddenly we're like, oh, wait, all these things connect really well. Or like I think once we start lining up more 
guests, more people to interview, more things, I feel like, you know, we might see tie-ins and might be able to group them. And so, yeah, just something that, you know, might happen and, um, or, or it might be fun to try to organize into, into happening. Um, I think, I think it came out of like ideas with my YouTube channel. I have a, 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 a Seawell Herbs and Tarot YouTube channel. Um, and I was, I, you know, I was playing around with doing like, um, a themed month, you know, where I would do like an herb and then I would break it down. Like each week I would do like, you know, the, how to grow it and, uh, you know, or the, how to, you know, how to use it in cooking and recipes and involve it. And, and, you know, so just, um, Plus uh, if you think about like, like it makes me think about how, okay, well we live in a cycle, you know, with the seasons and things like that. So even if there was like themes for the season and things like that, that kind of falls in line too, which would be fun. Yeah. That's another great idea. Um, you know, um, and I think, yeah, it fits perfectly because plants in the natural world is very seasonal, right? Like, you know, what's, what's growing this season? What's wild, what can you wildcraft this season? Um, I'm always very interested in, in that. Um, and I definitely don't know enough. And I think, oh, I'm going to write down a list of all the, uh, plants I see this month and, and and I do, but it's not in a centralized location. And and then I have um, uh, some of the books have. Oh, it's on a pile. It's on a pile of books. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can tell I love books. So, um, but anyway, um, one book has like a you know a growing chart or a, a where you can find it. Um, uh, you know, when, when does chickweed grow? You know, when can I harvest? Depending on the book though, it might not always be relevant to your location. That is, that is true. That is true. And a good thing to, to check, like, you know, um, might be by a couple weeks or a month or so. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, that would be cool. Um, of course, a big hope with all of this is that is if it if we get it to be big enough, if we have enough listeners tuning in, that we can turn it into even more of a mission-driven uh, ob- objective by even getting to the point where our episodes can sometimes act as fundraisers, um, and that we could donate profits to. Um, nonprofit organizations that have herbal or ecological missions, like the first one that comes to my mind is United Plant Savers in Ohio, where you and I went a couple years ago to take that really awesome um, beginning forest farmers coalition uh, workshop that like multi-day workshop was like so awesome. And to get to walk on that place um, and see all of the plants that are just taking over the woodlands there on their preserve is amazing. So, Hey, that would be another one for the field trip category. Yeah. Too. Definitely. Um, and I would love to go in the fall when we went initially, because the goldenrod is like insane yeah. over there. Like all of Ohio is like covered in like Southern you know, Ohio's goldenrod as far as the eye can see. <laughs> amazing. So I'll be sticking the camera out the window while we're driving because it was just like fields and fields of like gold. 
Um, I mean, we have it here, but it's it's nowhere nowhere like that. You know, um, it's uh, it's just it's amazing. And, and, and yeah, you get some United Plant Savers, and you walk into the woods, and then you've got fields and fields of golden seal. <laughs> which is which is also amazing um and uh they're they're a really great organization um so our you know everyone should look them up on the internets um it's uh, united plant savers um and uh yeah yeah that would that would be fantastic um to be able to uh, raise money for them um i was so glad when i think i don't know when you had put this up, this idea, but when I saw it, I was super excited um, um, about that. Um, so, uh, and um, on a side note, um, I am, if you want to support us, I will be working on that. Um, you would, you are, are going to be able to support us with your dollars through Anchor, but I haven't done that yet so um you know if you are also interested in uh looking for ad partners too so we'll get to a point where um and i'm just putting this out there because some folks who might listen to this and be curious might actually have an herbal business that they want us to promote so um we'll be working out a, a cost structure for what that might look like but that as this podcast grows we would like to help other herbal and sort of nature mission based companies um, reach an audience, you know, uh, so we would kind of curate our advertising to what would be relevant to our listeners and, and what would be relevant for the, the brand partners that might want to join us in that endeavor. So yes, that's nice too. Yes, exactly. So um, yeah, please, you can contact us. Uh, there's a Seawell Herbs, sorry, not Seawell, golly, wrong business, <laughs> um, is a story. You wear story. many hats. <laughs> I wear too many hats, like, I just, oh gosh. Um, normally, it's, I don't have my hat here, but, um, um, so, uh, storiesfortheearth at gmail.com. You can email us. You can contact me on Facebook through the Facebook group you can comment on this video um i think you can leave us a message on anchor i i don't know but anyway um yeah um we're we're very we're very open we're we're wide open right now so um and we we would love to um you know help help your business. Um, we'd also probably love to have you on interview, you know, as, as, as anyway, so, <laughs> um, so that, that's, that's, ex that's exciting. Um, so should we talk about the schedule? Oh yeah. We have We've got a few things already lined up on the books, of course. Um, um next week, uh, Next week's show, we're, we're hoping to kind of get into a rhythm of a format where it'll be like a book-focused episode, a story-focused episode, um, and then an interview episode. And so 
what we're doing right now, I guess, is in lieu of a book for this week, just because we wanted to make sure we kind of got a a layout down of what our plans are. But then, um, so next week we'll do a book episode. I'm going to, or no, excuse me, next week we'll do a story episode. Story episode. The first thing that came up with, with the idea for that is I've actually been working on a series of kids' books related to herbs. Um sort of a, they're, they're stories that aren't meant to be like books that kids learn to read from, but rather stories that like would be good for a parent to read to their children so that they can like subliminally start to absorb appreciation for plants and some loose understanding of what the plants can do for us through the way that the plants are personified in these stories. So I've got um, a 10 book series um the the words are the stories are written and now i'll be working on illustration um but i thought i could uh, use this platform as a test run anyway um and it's a good way to share stories so i will be doing a reading um next week of one of those stories and if i happen to have some of the uh illustration done at that point then jennifer maybe you can figure out how to yep put those up there for, for view and reference as well, just to make it a little more fun. Um, a starting point for the, the idea of storytelling in our, um, I, I, I even have a nifty page turn graphic. Mm. Ooh. So, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, it's, that shouldn't be a problem. So, um, hopefully while Ellen reads, you won't see, her, you'll see a picture, uh, you know, or or whatever picture, uh, whatever drawing she has ready, you know, and then maybe we'll switch back to her, but it'll be, um, yeah, <laughs> it should be great. It should be great. Um, and then, so the podcast, new episodes will be up on Wednesday. Um, and uh, for the audio um, and for everything else, it's gonna, for the YouTube channel, whenever the video part goes up, it's gonna vary. So it depends on if we do a live, that's gonna be probably different. We have a guest yeah. on. Um, so I'm not sure about what that schedule is gonna be, but as far as like our audio on the podcast, it'll on the anchor it'll go on uh on it'll be up on wednesday um so i I still have to bang out like a maybe a more of a a video going up on youtube schedule but i haven't quite done that because uh uh yeah it's a a lot because we we record on a different day and we upload on a different day and anyway so (laughs) juggling it's a juggle yeah digital um, landscape so so my in so my uh storytelling will go up on wednesday the 10th and then wednesday the 17th you're going to be posting an interview that you're doing with another um asheville area herbalist Lori collins jenkins do you want to so i'm doing that actually tomorrow uh which is well well okay by the time you're hearing this 
um, uh, it won't be tomorrow, but actually it's going live on the second. So it'll be on the YouTube live on the second, um, but it'll be posted, the audio version will be posted on the 17th. So, um, but by the time you hear this podcast, it'll be Wednesday. <laughs> so it'll be after the, the Tuesday that I do the interview. Is she um, somebody that reached out to you or you know her or you looked her up? She reached out to me. She is the mm -hmm. last person from the first group of herbalists that reached out from to me. So I don't, I don't, I do not know her. Um, I will be getting to know her. Um, and her business is uh, Sister of Mother Earth. She does uh, herbal products. Um, there's yeah, really nice. I said, I said yeah. her website, it's really nice. And she's got a really good selection of stuff that she makes. Yes. Yeah. She does like both body care and like fire cider and stuff you could take internally. Um, and um, so um, uh, she sort of describes her, she likes to make, she describes her more like a herbalist kitchen, which um, she likes to, to make concoctions and stuff. So, um, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, uh, and, um, those are always interesting. Um, whether you know the, the person or, or you don't know the person, cause, um, oftentimes, um, you know, you get to talk about really neat, neat stuff. Um, so, and, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's what's coming up in the, in the immediate. Well, then we'll take a, a break for a week and then come back on March 3rd. Uh, I'll do a book review discussion of the book we mentioned earlier, Plant Intelligence and Imaginal Realm by uh, Stephen Harrod Booner. Um, and then we've still got some more things in the works coming up after that. So yeah. Pulling out the schedule now for March and April, and it should be pretty exciting. Yes. Um, the schedule is posted on the Facebook group, and I am going, I have to make a graphic. We have an Instagram as well, so I have to make a graphic for Instagram, um, probably like a monthly one. So basically, we're having three weeks where we'll have a podcast every week and then we're going to take right now the fourth week off um because for us i guess it would be a planning week and then at some point i guess we'll do four and um but but that's really how it's gonna sort of look like <laughs> and leave um oh, oh no that's my cat <laughs> what are you doing kitty he's he's like it's bedtime go to sleep <laughs> um okay so i just came across our um so this is our list of places we wanted to to visit maybe uh united plant savers sage mountain botanical sanctuary which is rosemary gladstar's place in vermont northeast school of botanical medicine which is seven songs place in new york uh rodale Organic Institute, which is in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Mountain Gardens, um, 
which is really close to here. Yeah, home front. <laughs> um, Earth Haven Eco Village, which is Black Mountain, also really close to here, which is cool. Gaia Herbs, which is a huge, awesome national, now national brand. Um, they're in Bard Pangea Plants. Um, and then, of course, I've got Sarah Jackson's place, which we mentioned she's in Bat Cave. And then Soulflower Botanical Sanctuary, which is Sierra Foley's place. Um, who So I interviewed Sarah Jackson and also Sierra Foley, if you want to um hear some more about um what they do what they do yeah <laughs> um so just going back to that that was a a little expanded list but we've got we're gonna have more there's just so much more um <laughs> lots of potential and we hope you all are along for the ride uh yes definitely um so usually um, podcasts end a lot of times with um, where can they find us on the internet? Um, so uh, you can uh, hmm, uh, find me uh, at, um, so uh, the Seawall uh, Herb, oh my gosh, my brain. Um, anyway, Seawall Herbs store on Etsy, um, Seawall Herbs and Tarot on YouTube, Stories for the Earth on YouTube, Stories for the Earth on Facebook, um, also Instagram, Stories for the Earth and Instagram, uh, Seawall Herbs. All the links will be below. And Ellen, would you like oh. to, um, I uh, also have, um, a website for my, business, which is Middle Path Nutrition and Wellness Center in Canton, North Carolina. Um, so that would be middlepathwellnesscenter.com. And you can also find us on um, Facebook and Instagram as well, just to see what we're doing in our little community as far as health education and complementary medicine um, products uh, that you might need for such things, etc. In fact, Sea Willow is a brand in my shop. So yeah. All right. Well, I'll put all the links down. So um, if you you know want to check out more about us, you can. And um, but um, yeah, I, I thank you for joining us. Um, hopefully that list wasn't too real long, but we have lots and lots it's of. Gonna get, point is, it's gonna get exciting. The thing is that we can talk and talk and talk and, and, and it, and, you know, um, so yes, it's going to get exciting because, um, you can't ever have too many ideas. Um, and, um, <laughs> um, when you get me and Ellen together, you get more, you get ideas. That's what we've found out over the years. So, um, <laughs> um, but um, we will uh, see you guys. Um, so stay tuned next week. Next week. Um, and you'll, uh, yes, next week. And um, all right. Okay. So bye. See ya.